Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of You Meet in a Tavern Presents Void. Who wants to give me the recap of F26 as uh, things are re reaching a fever pitch? That's tense. We had a fight. <laughs> Good night. Okay. There's, a, there's a war. There is a war. We had and several fights. we are in the war. And um, let's see what happened. Uh, we made a bunch of wrong turns. Threw some rebar at a helicopter. Um, what else did we do? We melted Yan a tank. Yanma did like a slicey thing. We melted a tank. Um, Joe, what did we you got, guys do? You guys did some cool we stuff. Got, uh, we got mortar strikes on us, and mm -hmm. Scyther set up like, or Scizor, Scyther set up like iron shields to block everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I think I think we killed uh, a bunch of people. tell did something cool there too. So, oh, like foresight. Tried to use future sight like 10 different times and it never worked. And then by the end What were we doing at the end? Running towards, towards the beach. The beach. We, we were just we were just headed down there still. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, one thing two things that I thought were really cool was the ditto transforming into the Ditto transforming to the tank. That was pretty awesome. Um, and yes, I did that sweet. myself, but I thought that was cool, so I'm going to mention it. And then the other thing <laughs> was the was the uh, magnet bomb with the with the Gothitelle kind of like finger guns blowing up yeah. the last mortar strike with, uh, I think it was Cinder uh, Joe that joined in in the fray on that. So that was a pretty cool way to kind of encapsulate that episode. But uh, if you think about it, it's uh, the city is kind of in our minds. We framed it up to be similar to San Francisco. You guys are at the top of the hill looking down, and it's just a straight road downhill um, towards the beach. And you guys are kind of on the precipice of that hill. Um, Dope. So let's get right into it. You all hear a screeching of tires behind you. As a Humvee flies from one of the cross streets uh, and kind of Tokyo drifts onto the road that you guys are on and fires a mortar shell uh, from the, to the top gunner firing a mortar shell into your direction. Um, so if everybody could give me um, uh, a dexterity saving throw. For everybody that's Already. out, including our Pokemon? Correct. One fucking second and we're doing dex saves for right? 10 trillion damage. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Alright. I keep forgetting. Uh, Jimmy rolls a 17 plus whatever my dex is. That's good enough. 20. Dirty. Um, Lenny rolls an 18. Gothitelle, 7. Yan Mega, uh, 14. Uh, 23, 24, and 31 for me. Okay. I failed every roll. I <laughs> wished not to announce my rolls. <laughs> I got no ones at least, but um, I didn't. I didn't break double digits. <laughs> okay, fair. So, um, Gothitelle, yeah, Yan Mega, you said got 14 tens. Dear God. Yeah. Although, does it matter that he's probably like in the air? Um, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll say it matters. <laughs> so, Gothitelle and then uh, all of Brian. Everything that is Brian. Everything. Uh, Mortimer. Brian, Mortimer. you do get the opportunity here. Um, since Achu failed, 
um, or one of your other Pokemon, uh, they all failed. I will allow you to uh, choose a Pokemon to maybe take double damage rather than uh, maybe Morty taking the damage, um, kind of like what we did in the last episode. Yeah, allowing... I mean, it, it's going to achieve. I'm just going to choose achieve. Go. I choose you. I choose. Right. Poor, poor achieve. Uh, I didn't roll as high as I wanted. 30. 30 <laughs> across high, the board. What do you mean as high as you want? Like, that's terrible. As high as you wanted? That's right. As high as I wanted. It's um, terrible. As soon as this uh, mortar shell kind of fires into your direction and, and wreaks havoc pretty much just on Brian, um, <laughs> on, 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 on Morty and his and his uh, his, his squad, um out of, out of the cross uh, cross street, kind of where the Humvee pulled in, you see a valiant trainer running and a big, uh, big gray four-armed beast of a, of a Pokemon chasing after it, um, uh, chasing after the Humvee. And the valiant just says, keep pushing, I've got it. Sandy, Machamp, flip the Humvee. And Sandy the Machamp runs over and just barely grabs the, the the rear tire well as it's crossing it and just yanks it up and using its back to or the, the bottom two arms gives it a heave and flips it onto its side. Um, June sobs in what could have been Randy doing stuff like that. <laughs> uh, Randy could have done things like that, but you let Randy die. So Sandy, the real Machamp, is doing work. Um, <laughs> Fucking let him die. It's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, uh, you did leave him behind. Um, mm, don't even get me started, old man. Um, I'm going to need everyone to no. do a constitution saving throw. Pokemon as well? Okay, yeah, I can do this one. What the fuck? Oh, not as good as those. Let's see. Jimmy. That's, that's good. 13. No, I'm drunk. Uh, I'm not actually. 17. I just can't My Lois is a 17. Um, That's Bud. Oh, no. Bud doesn't Jimmy roll. Jimmy rolls a 17. Lenny rolls an 8 <laughs> with a plus 5 modifier. Gothitelle rolls a dirty 20. Yen Mago, 10. Yeah. So I'm guessing everybody but Gothitelle fails. I have one 8, and everybody else is 19 or above. Okay, so uh, the yep. 12s are below, uh, excluding yourselves as the trainers. Um, so which Pokemon are 12? Sizer got 11. Uh, Sizer got 11. Everyone else was over, way over that. Um, so uh, they're, they're the purple mist, uh, as soon as that mortar shell hits and kind of cuts through uh, Morty's squad and, and Gothitelle kind of gets chipped in there, you know, kind of the action of maybe, uh, you know, seeing the Valiant Trainer and, uh, you know, June maybe getting a little distracted, seeing Sandy, the real Machamp, come in and flip a Humvee in a pretty impressive fashion. Um, the purple mist kind of overtakes you. Um, and uh, so we have Sizor, uh, Scizor, that, that Gadget. failed. Just call him Gadget. That's Rick his name. Gastly failed. Gastly failed. Lenny and Yan failed. Yeah, Mega. Maybe it's disloyal to you because you haven't named it yet. That's true. Ooh. I keep saying Gothitelle. Trish. Trish passed. <laughs> um, so the four, the, the, four, the four Pokemon that failed um, are <laughs> going to take 20 damage. Um, and every time they make an action, it's going to be another 10 damage unless you resolve the poison or do some sort of health-based 
uh, investigation okay. on that. Here's a question. Yeah. Uh, gadget is immune to poison type damage. Does that count for this, or is Does it not. special purple stuff? Okay. Yeah, that's this is like the Pokemon directed kind of like impact in purple poison. So, um, as the as the poison is spreading and kind of you know kind of overtaking you. Um, there's another a, a valiant trainer that kind of peels the same corner as the previous uh, trainer that has the Machamp, and they join the fray. Um, Nido Queen blow the poison cloud away with a sandstorm. Trico detect, and uh, a Trico the Trico climbs up on Nido Queen's back and begins scanning uh, the area as Nido Queen releases a huge gust of just uh, earth and sand and, and kind of street and granite and just pushes uh, the this the purple cloud kind of down an alley uh, and the Trico perks up uh, and it looks back at its trainer and it starts pointing up at the top of the buildings uh, and, and the trainer just yells you take them we'll handle the ones across the alley and the Trico and the Nido Queen peel down the alley where the mist was kind of floating down in the trainer and where the Trico pointed to you three there's three JKH soldiers uh, lining up shots on a roof on you all with rifles and uh, since you they were detected before they could take a shot you guys get some actions here um, okay I have a full heal in my inventory uh, which cures all the normal Pokemon conditions could I chuck that at Gadget and see what happens? Yeah, absolutely. I'll just be like, Gadget, think fast! And I chuck it. It looks like a, a monster, like tall boy aluminum can. And the sizer just grabs it and, it, and it's like metal teeth and just cracks it open and chugs it. I'm hoping to be healed of this poison. Uh, so roll a d20, no modifier. Okay. Three! Uh, it is not healed. Fuck. It is not healed, <laughs> but um, it's not it's it's not healed, but it's not uh, getting worse, and it's certainly feeling a little bit better. Um, so when Scizor makes actions, Scizor makes actions uh, five damage instead of ten. I love it. Okay, that's my move. I thought it was twenty, or is it diminishing? Or excuse me, ten instead of twenty. My apologies. We took twenty initially. Okay. Yes, it's 20 it. initially, 10 on an action, full healed to 5 to cut it in half. Now it's to 5. Okay, Got okay. It. So it is 10 in the future, but I was right to do 20. Initially on the go. blast. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, how about this, DM? Tell me, hit me with the yes or no on this. Can Lenny rock slide the, like, concrete of the building out from underneath the uh guys by which i mean not like throw rocks at it like turn that building into rocks and just like rip them off the side of the building so lenny With probably wouldn't be able to side. turn them into rocks but i do see a world where lenny is capable of uh, uh undermining the structural integrity of the building in some way to kind of cause like a slide that happens down the front i think that's pretty cool let's go for it give it a roll give it a roll my guy um, Rockside's a saving throw on your part. Oh, is it? I believe so. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's a dead save. Yeah, well, we're talking about a building, so um, choose a, a, a like a similar stylized move and actually make like an attack on it. Nineteen. Because I nineteen. Uh, yeah, that suffices. So uh, doctor that up a little bit, and we'll say uh, you actually take care of two of the 
two of the soldiers kind of get caught up the front, kind of dress that up a little bit. And we'll say the third one kind of makes a, a daring leap onto a, a fire escape of the building next door and is able to kind of find their footing and, and uh, line up a shot. So you're going to be able to dispatch two of, two of the three. Cool. So well, I'll just say, instead of ripping the building out from underneath him, he is rock sliding some, again, you know, we're in a war zone, so there's like rubble, concrete rebar and stuff all over the place. So he just grabs some rubble and slings it upward a bajillion miles an hour. And uh, yeah, he knocks the, he, he's aiming for like the corner of the building where they're standing. He hits it, it collapses, and two of the guys fall. Yeah, and they, they die. They they dis they will say they disappear kind of into the building as like a huge kind of hole and the like roof maybe caves in. Um, and, but since the the third uh, uh, sniper there had to make a move to a different to the balcony, kind of save save their own skin, um, that kind of eats up their turn. So um, we'll kind of let you guys free play some action, what you want to do to to engage with this person or not. It's up to you guys. Um, Morty is going to kind of look over at. Uh, One second, Lanny. Lanny took ten damage there. He took an action. Yeah. Uh, Morty's gonna look over at Lopper, and uh, um, Lopper, if you could uh, just do me a favor and just light up that last guy, uh, let's let's light him up with an Emba. Okay. And we'll let, roll an Emba. Seventeen. Yeah, seventeen will hit. Seventeen will hit. It won't. Uh, it won't dispatch the person. It'll actually send them moving again. They're actually gonna have to move to a different balcony because the the metal and everything will be heating up around uh, around the person, and they will take. Uh, roll for some damage, too, please. Seventeen. Seventeen damage. Okay, no, you, you kill him. <laughs> that, that's good enough uh, for how I uh, for how I, I designed these guys. Um, so you know what? Scratch all that. You know, take care of this guy however you want with an ember from, from your syndical. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, or excuse me, from your typhlosion. From ty, yeah, typhlosion. Just uh, where does the fire come out of typhlosion at? Wherever you want. Like, how's that? I think it's his mouth. He can kind of. Yeah, but I bet he can like throw it with his tail too. I think it's kind of. Well, Typhlosion kind of has like these like discs on its back where like the flames yeah. kind of like erupt out too. So I don't know. If it's fingers, who knows? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So it's got these little spikes on its back and um, little balls of flame. Three little balls of flame kind of pop out of each one, and they start spinning and rotating. And then you just see them kind of get popped up and hit with Typhlosion's tail in this guy's general direction. No real direct contact by any ball, but all three just kind of boxing him in so he couldn't really move and just lighting the uh, little balcony thing on fire. And he just kind of burns. <laughs> yeah, so the balcony goes up, the metal starts to, to melt, and... Uh... I guess that'd be smelt. Anyways, and uh, the, the balcony eventually, as the guy is screaming, falls off the side of the building, and three snipers have been taken care of. You guys can now crest the hill and start uh, start going downhill, or you can cut through some of the alleys. Your choice. Um, what looks like we're going to have the best vantage point and view? Probably the hill. We've gotten caught up in alleyways yes. and shot at. So the main road, that. the main road you're on is kind of like again, like the precipice of the hill. So all of this kind of happened about where you were, all this beginning action here, and now it's just mm -hmm. a huge downhill. We'll say kind of down Main Street, 
to the beach, mm-hmm. you see the scene unfolding in front of you. You see that battleship in the distance that kind of seems to be getting closer now. You see all that, and it's you can rip down this main main street if you want. Are we? Um, if we head down there, are we running away from the cloud? So the cloud has been pushed away from you by the Nito Queen and the Trico there. They kind of came in and dispatched that out of the way, so you guys kind of had a clear space to work in uh, to take care of the three snipers. Oh, okay. Well, should I... Uh, uh, you had me take ten damage for Lenny, though. Correct. It's because Lenny is poisoned, not because he's in the poison. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Yep. Yep. And that's permanent. I say we hmm. beeline down the uh, main street. <clears throat> yeah, let's head down. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. If only I kept track of what items I have. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, that's I'm gonna, pretty that, sure I don't have any antidotes, so. That, that's going to be what I like to call your problem right now. <laughs> uh, I got potions. I got two potions and a moo milk. I oh, also I have potions. Um, who knows? Who knows what the moo you, uh Brian has the lucky chancy egg. You never, you never know. Um uh, you guys go down, you know, first cross street alley, cross <laughs> oh, street alley, um, and uh, uh, each each one of you give me a perception check. Four. <laughs> Morty doesn't have his hearing aid in today. Twenty-five. Seven. 25. Okay, so June, you just hear like. As uh, over over to to your right, um, and as soon as you yell that out, there's a kind of like a, a a warhawk, like a battle chopper that just kind of raises up from a street over and just starts banking to kind of rip. So you guys are going downhill. It's kind of taking a spot to rip up the hill, and it's just lighting up the ground, kind of like uh, anime style. You know, like the two columns of uh, of bullets just 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 going going up the street towards you guys, and you guys uh, each have uh, a reaction to, you know, a collective reaction for your group to either get out of the way or or do something here uh, to the chopper. Hmm. All uh, right, I've got an idea. Um, I'm going to have, since Cinder's up in the air, I'm going to yell to Cinder, Cinder, take care of that! And Cinder is going to tuck her wings in and it, her entire hawk body just turns into this like arrow of flame like she just transforms into this uh rocket of flame that just slams straight through you know how like choppers have got like the doors on either side she's just gonna try to like tuck in she's small she's like a hawk and she's just gonna uh be cloaked in flame and tuck in and just slam straight through to get like right through the windows right through the pilot just right through this chopper i'm using flare blitz and I'm flavoring this because she does take recoil. So it's like a just a gorilla style, you know, slam into this chapter, uh, flanking it. I love it. I hope this works out. Okay. So uh, I get a plus 11. So let's I rolled an 18. So that is a 29 to hit. 29 to hit is good, baby. Roll some damage <laughs> up and uh, we'll, we'll, see, we'll uh, see how this actually sorts itself. You have a plus 11 to hit? Yeah, I do. I've got 20, <laughs> 22 decks because she was uh, clumsy, so I got the bonus from the, nice. the nature. Uh, Flare Bits is 4d10 plus 9, so that's 6, that's 10. 
18, 19. It's going to do 28 fire damage. Okay. And that means that she is going to take a fourth of that, so seven. So Cinder rips through and just just actually just punk like blows this guy's chest open just <laughs> through the front of the helicopter blows this guy's chest open fires out the back of the helicopter so now there's just this black plume of smoke pouring out of the back and the other um the the uh the other pilot the co-pilot in the helicopter knowing that it's going down seeing that you know uh the the pilot was just taken out in the most savage way possible just leans over and with an open palm smacks the uh the, the 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 missile firing joystick, kind of like the artillery joystick, and hits all four missiles on top as those just rip through the air and all kind of cross over each other as they're just flying kind of haphazardly uh, in your all's direction. And Joe, since you used your reaction there and kind of dispatch, I'm going to give um, Morty and. Uh, uh, Morty and Jimmy, excuse me, an opportunity to use a reaction here to see, to do something with these missiles, get out of the way, cover June, cover yourselves. Um, so this will kind of be your, your time to play it. I'm going to have Ganmega use detect uh, primarily to protect himself and Lenny. Uh, but, you know, to the extent he's like close enough to protect me and or Gothitelle, that too. But mostly, main main project, keeping Lenny from getting hit by missiles. Okay. Um, f- f- flavor that up uh, a little bit on, on how that would insulate, uh, you know, how uh, Yan Mega's uh, detect would insulate your crew. Yeah, so he's like, uh, we're, we're all standing pretty close together. He's going to dive down. He uses it sort of like a, almost like... Um, transparent crystalline shield uh, from here, like in a circle around the radius of his wings um, appears in front of him or, you know, amidst him so that anything that hits that shield doesn't hit anything. Like it's just absorbed into it. Um, Okay, so we'll say two of the four missiles kind of strike true into the shield and kind of throws everybody back but nobody's worse for wear on that the third missile kind of as the way you styled it a little bit of a shield actually kind of is coming down at a weird angle and actually kind of like if this is your shield here kind of chips off the top and kind of like a stone skipping on water just kind of and kind of spirals up in the air um and that fourth one um has been detected uh but not in the purview of your group that one is going straight for morty um uh, morty you get a reaction here with your with your squad how you want to sort that out uh, Morty, gonna kind of. Um, uh, Chu, if you could try and do something here, just uh, <laughs> that would be perfect. And Chu starts uh, spinning really fast, and then lets out a thunder wave, kind of emanating out towards the rocket coming our way, hoping to detonate the rocket in air. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty dialed in, and I think Achu uh, has a pretty good look on this. So that thunder wave uh, ripples through. After it kind of passes through the, the missile, it just it goes a few more feet, and then... And it just kind of blows up and, and knocks out half a building there on the street. Um, 
that helicopter is slowly wavering down, you probably have the opportunity to just kind of go past it knowing it's, it's pretty much done for. Or you can, you know, destroy the person inside and the rest of it the <laughs> more that you want. It's up to you. <laughs> you could do some more, like, just some gratuitous <laughs> murder, <laughs> murder if you want if you to want. Slow end burning another death. human life. Um, or, yeah, I, I think we just leave him to his little devices and die in the fire or whatever. <laughs> we got places to be. Yeah. It sounds like the, the group presses on as the helicopter, as you guys, like, <laughs> awkwardly walk as the helicopter is just kind of spitting suspended in air. <laughs> and it just blows up behind you. Farts and then explodes. Yeah. Well, that was the guy on the inside that, that oh, yeah. you know, oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, you know, science. So as you guys are pr- proceeding down this hill, uh, pretty unimpeding. You're actually making really good time now that you're kind of on this downswing. Um, you're about two-thirds of the way down the hill um, when you, you hear a, a, just a bullhorn go off. Freeze! Um, everybody give me a perception check. Natural one. Ten. Seventeen. Uh, okay, Morty, so you figured out you need to get those hearing aids in. Um, <laughs> and you actually identify that the bullhorn uh, sounds like it's coming from behind you. However... Louder than that is the scuffle of feet in the two uh, alleys on either side of the street ahead of you. Um, so your your immediate thing is, okay, somebody is watching us from behind us, but the trouble is in front of us. Like we are about to get uh, a surprise attack. Um, so you can communicate how you will, but you know that there is something on both sides of the street on that alley that are kind of primed up, ready to go. Um, okay. All right. Guys, look fast. We've got action coming from both sides. Uh, Lapa, give us a smoke screen. And Lopper sets up a smoke screen, basically on top of us, just a giant wall going forward, kind of that we're running in. Okay. And trying to run in the smoke, possibly, you know, hoping maybe to avoid one or both parties coming in from either side. Um, so, I, so they're coming to like pincer us. Yes, right? correct. That's my understanding. So the the uh, to be a little bit more specific here, because I don't want to be too vague. The the noises of what you hear doesn't really sound like uh, heavy machinery, Morty. It sounds like the shuffling of a lot of feet. Um, so, you know, think less machines, more perhaps soldiers People, right? or, or units or, or infantries or something like that. Um, so kind of depict to me what the smoke screen looks like. I know you're trying to kind of like tunnel yourselves in. So like it, it makes kind of like a wall, like a big wall, right? And so like I'm wanting to basically make it like we're running down a giant corridor that's filled with smoke. Kind of just like, you know, protect, not protecting us, but... Uh, concealing our exact position to maybe try and bypass these two groups if possible. Okay, sure. So, um, what's the order? Not not of necessarily each individual Pokemon in person, but uh, in terms of your group, what is your order going through kind of this smoke corridor? Like, is it Morty first, then June, then Morty Jimmy? Morty would be or? first. Now, Morty, Morty would be last. Morty's okay. last. Oh, so you're behind He's, us shooting yeah. forward? All right, June and Gadget will be up first uh, with Cinder above the smoke. Okay. Um, Jimmy 
will be in the middle. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy's in the middle, and then uh, Jimmy, do you, do you have uh, Yan Mega in the skies, or is Yan Mega in the in the tunnel with you? Or? We'll we'll say he kind of darted down and is still, and he's still in the air, but above us, flying low through the smoke screen uh, to be in it. Okay. Cool. Um, and then more to your brain up through there. So as you all are kind of traversing here, you, you start hearing that shuffle of feet. Now everybody can kind of hear it, right? Because you're all, you're all expecting it. You're kind of aware that it's happening. Um, and as you're about halfway through this smoke, you're kind of in the, the cross section um, of, you know, the alleys to the street. Um, and you just hear the bullhorn, fire, 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 fire. And all of a sudden, just from each alley, it's just uh, flashes of light as as bullets or bullets are just flying and ripping through this smoke screen. Um, and everybody, give me a deck save with advantage. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, Jimmy gets an eighteen. Are we rolling for all our mons as well? Uh, just just do it for your for yourselves. Um, and then, and then I will say, uh, Joe. Um, did you say Gadget is flying above? So Gadget will not have... Um, well, Cinder's flying above. Gadget's uh, um, next to me. So if you could just roll a regular deck save for Cinder, um, since she is uh, above the smoke, you said? I understood that correctly, right? Yeah, like way up high okay. in the sky. But I guess they would have seen her. Uh, yeah, deck save, that's okay, because I got like a million. 24 for Cinder and a 21... Or what did I say for... High for June 23. Okay. Um, so you guys actually make it through pretty unscathed. You know, the, the, the firing was all haphazard. You actually hear, you know, soldiers falling on each side as these bullets are just passing through the smoke screen, actually hitting the opposite side because they have no idea what they're shooting at. Um, and as the smoke screen kind of dissipates, you're about half a block ahead of the alley. Um, and slowly you see people start like coming into the alley. So it's kind of now you're in a, in a type of position, hey, do we want to engage or do we want to push the pace further downhill? And I'll let you guys kind of figure that out, talk that through. Hmm. I think we should probably just try and push down as fast as we can. Like we yeah. have, we probably have reinforcements. I would hope the bullhorn from behind us. Did that sound friendly? No. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think we just keep running. Then we I mean, definitely want to. It sounds like they're uh, shooting each other right now. So I think we just get clear of that line of fire as quick as we can and hope they. Or we could try and turn down now, like a side street. That's yeah, have they seen mean? us? We came out of the smoke on the other side to the. Did that block our view from emerging? Um, so they haven't quite seen you yet, but the, the infantry is definitely pouring out of the alleys now to kind of survey what actually happened on the street. So you will be detected very quickly, which is why you either kind of get the opportunity to like double back and engage and kind of take them by surprise, or you can push the pace and try and, you know, oh. bi build as much distance as possible until they do see. Yeah, I'm going to give Gadget, I'm going to tell Gadget to activate some iron defense and stand behind me 
So, uh, but still book it forward. Okay. Just to be be prepped with that. And that kind of seems like all of you are uh, are willing to push forward here. So I'm going to make that uh, assume that assumption for the group. Does anybody else want to take an action with the Pokemon before we continue down this uh, this hill or through the journey here? Um, I'm going to look at Bud's Pokeball and just be like, could really use you right now, Bud. Um, there is nothing to be seen on that Pokeball. Sad. Morty's not going to take any action. He's just going to keep pushing forward. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, I think it's been long enough. I'll say another, even though there's no actions taken, uh, just ripple the 10 damage through all the poison Pokemon, please. Um, and you guys have, have adequate distance. You know, th- that, those infantries now have no chance of catching up. There's too much distance between you. Uh, they're, they're licking their wounds after having just shot each other a whole bunch. Um, and you guys are, are moving downhill, moving downhill. But as you, you uh, kind of leave the, the cover of the city, kind of the cityscape, you see that the beach has certainly transformed into a, a, what looks like a war zone. And there are... Um, there's barbed wire setups and you know partial fence like barbed wire fencing set up to kind of stop large advancements and things like that. Um, so you guys are trying to navigate through this as uh, you know you're kind of trudging through sand to try and get to uh, you know the, the heat of the battle. And um, what is your order traversing through the sand? Are you kind of like flat in a horizontal line moving together? Are you single file? Is there like our guard? I mean, it's a war zone. Is there like a command post or some trenches? Are we headed for some? We've just been headed for the beach. Is there like something here that's kind of an obvious rallying point? Uh, there's no obvious rallying point, but there's uh, obvious rallying characters. So like HB and her Arcanine are in the fray with Porygon kind of whirring above her, you know, further up along the beach. And it kind of seems like the the big inflection point of all this is is at the water's edge, is literally you know, the where, where the, the sea meets the beach um, and where the stand Pokemon-wise is trying to be made. Um, so, you know, you have Jakob who's ripping through with Exploud and, uh, and Hulma and Mr. Mime and her Stoutland just kind of cruising across the beach, taking out different infantry uh, positions. You'll, you're seeing helicopters crash next to you, planes roar overhead as you know flying Pokemon are falling from the sky. I mean, it's it's just it's chaos. But you're in your line of sight. You're going towards Jakob. You're going towards uh, HB. You're going towards Hulma uh, at the at the at the um, where the sea meets the beach. Cool. I think we just kind of run in like a stagger triangle, sort there of. There you not, go. Yeah. Kind of like a point Sounds person good. in like two flanks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably like two flanks and then Morty trailing behind. You know. <laughs> sure. A backwards triangle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Morty's in the back. <laughs> um, any, any any three points makes a triangle. It's like a it really tall isosceles triangle, <laughs> like thirty feet long. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Joe, your June. Thank you for tuning in to episode 27 of You Meet in a Tavern Presents Void. Our second awesome campaign by Kirk is ending soon, so we hope you enjoyed for the ride. 
Um, and I hope you enjoy this episode and what's to come. I want to give a special shout out to all of our Patreon subscribers on uh, patreon.com slash YMIA Tavern, especially those master trainers who donate $10 or more a month. And along with that, get special unedited video recordings of all of our episodes. Um, they are Andre K, Darth Nate, Max Bender, Rockinars Woodshop, Holly Roxana, Strive for Honor, David Crone, Elijah, Brandon, Silent Elf, 0242, Jordan, Cheyenne Winchester, hope I got it right that time, Colton Strickland, John Tugas, Daniel Johnson, Chuck Lueck, Zen Zaba, Long Live Durf, Henry Kalhoff, Chubbles, Cubicle Pirate, John Dwyer, Craig Spaulding, Caitlin Harvey, Robert Gregory, Joey Balboa, Spoopy Fondue, Sam J.O., Melton, The Stone Druid, Raver E. Alice, Chris Nelson, Super Average Jason, Team Finch, and Matthew Watson. Thank you to all of you, and thank you to all of our patrons that subscribe um, and donate to the show. We really appreciate it, and thank you to all your listeners. Um, we wouldn't be doing this without you, and we hope you are uh, enjoying this campaign and what's to come in the future. Um, there is a special, just a real quick announcement we have been doing uh, on Discord. We've got a couple of fans that are kind of doing like a Talking Dead sort of thing um, after each of the episodes uh, releases they're going to get on discord and bring in some other fans and maybe cast members uh, to talk about the episode or just chat about nonsense or ask questions about the show or whatever so if you're interested go on to our discord there should be links in the episode description you can sign up for that um, join our discord join the community that talks about the show and D and gaming and all sorts of fun stuff uh, we'd love to have you all right that is it from me let me get you back into the action enjoy the rest of episode 27 and we will see you next time peace out um okay so as you all are kind of in your 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 butt forward triangle um <laughs> you're making you're making your way towards uh towards Jakob and hb and homa and, and and the crew there um jimmy and uh june please give me a perception check actually you know what i'll, I'll allow you to do it or one of your or a pokemon of your choice if if there's a potential for it to be stronger no, let's see. So 16 for June. Say Gothitelle does it a little bit better than me. That's uh, a 22. And what'd you get, June? 16. Okay, so Morty, you uh, you notice just in time, or excuse me, Gothitelle notices just in time. Um, where you're currently walking through, the place you're currently navigating is just laden, laden with uh, with mines, just booby traps and mines all over the beach. Um, and Jimmy, you're able to kind of get the message of Gothitelle and freeze everybody in place uh, before anybody makes uh, and takes a, a wrong step here. So you guys are stationary. I'm not going to apply to you any outside pressure, but you are literally standing in the middle of a minefield with all your Pokemon and you, you need to traverse it. So I'll let you come up with a plan of action here or an idea and we'll, we'll work through it. How about uh, Gothitelle, Trish, uh, like radiates Psychic out around her in a sphere to try to destroy the mines or disable them? Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> uh, you are allowed to do that. I would check with your <laughs> check with your group how they feel about that. <laughs>
I mean, last time you did Psychic Blast, you vaporized a Mewtwo finger. Mewtwo, yes. That's true. That's true. And maybe maybe the living remains of Randy somewhere I couldn't find. Um, I'm going to hop on Gadget and just float over the minefield. Uh, Okay, so you're on Gadget. Uh, I'm assuming uh, uh, Cinder is also to the skies. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Morty and and geriatric Morty and all his. Uh... So, is there no way to retrace like our steps, kind of back out of this minefield without? You can. Um, you definitely can. I would say something to keep in mind: a chew technically does hover above the ground. Right. <laughs> it it is worth not- noting that. Um, Cinder is is a little little landlocked there, so. Or not, excuse me, not Cinder, uh, Cindy, because you guys decided to name both of your fire Pokemon one letter off of each other. Cinder and Cinder. Well, mine's Lopper, technically. <laughs> That's true. You could just return them to the Pokeball, and then you have a hovering Pokeball. It's true. Momentarily. Well, I'm going to use Psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, 25. Okay, are we destroying or disabling? Um, let's disable, and that way I'll do it in a sphere around me so that it won't, like, hurt Morty, for instance, or my other Pokemon. Um, it's just kind of, uh, fucking with the electronics. Um, you're pretty successful. You actually just, you almost hear it's like, uh, the, uh, popping of a beer bottle, like, as each one just kind of makes that noise across and radiates out as the psychic uh, disables a pretty large swath of these uh, of these mines uh, and you're able to navigate through uh, that particular point um, you're, you're kind of through that I'm assuming Morty you, you floated on a chew I think is what you had said or what you were planning so what or, I, or, or did you not do anything I, I didn't do anything so worked out so um, <laughs> he was so far behind, he didn't right. realize what we were doing. He's I just, just, I just kept, I just kept falling, like, "Why are no, you guys I, doing this I, stuff?" I, I, hold on, guys. You like Mr. Magood around all of them. Like, like <laughs> your foot was about to step on it, and then you like barely got touched, and you stepped to like the left of one, and then you kept going like that. Um, so uh, strategically or luckily, you guys make it through this mine and you're getting closer and closer to um, what you realize now is actually a pretty heated Pokemon battle ahead of you between uh, Jakob and uh, uh, Barnaby, uh, the, the large man in the mustard and brown and checkered uh, suit. Um, and as soon as you're able to identify that, uh, there is just one of the I think I called them a walkie machine there's one big walkie machine coming at you all from the right um, and it has fired a couple mortar shells into your direction Um, and I'm actually going to do this as an attack here Um, and this is going to go specifically to your Pokemon so no rolls for yourselves or excuse me not your AC your Pokemon's AC Um, and there's going to be three of them well, first one's a natural one, so uh, that's... that will not hit. So, because I said there was three, but the first roll is a natural one, will actually say um, the missile coming out kind of jammed and misfired and blew up in space and knocked uh, or took out the second missile that was going to be fired. Uh, so now we just have the third one uh, coming in your direction here. Um, and
and that is a 20. Not natural. That hits Gadget. And it's, that's going at all of our Pokemon? Yeah, so that's going to be, it's essentially all, all of your Pokemon are going to get caught in this blast radius um, if a 20 hits. Yep, it's me. Both of my Pokemon. Although Cinder's like much further up, so I don't know how that works. It does not hit a chew. Yeah, anything for... Well, I guess I didn't say Yanmega. I'm going to call Yanmega Yanni. <laughs> Just in time for the scene. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I assume... I mean, Yanni's in the air, but probably nearby. So, it's... He's also getting hit. Okay. Um, so, that's 18 across. Um across all your Pokemon there. And, uh, Wait, 18 each? Each. Each, each, yes. Okay. Um, and now you're you're squared off with a walking machine. Uh, that is a little bit more impressive than, uh, than the one that you remember dispatching earlier in the desert. Right. We're not gonna do kind of initiative thing. That was kind of, we'll say, a surprise round. And then I'm gonna let the three of you kind of navigate uh, this particular circumstance, however you want to tackle it, and we'll keep uh, keep that kind of ebb and flow going. Um, June, June, if you could do the little uh, bird thing again, um, <laughs> that would be really cool right here. Um, just saying, uh, if I, I have a follow-up, but I have a plan. It is probably a steel-type Pokemon machine. Uh, well, why not? We'll do Flare Blitz again. It said, Cinder, if you got another in you, do what you did before. And um, since she's kind of up in the air, she'll dive bomb down, tuck her wings in, and try to clip. I don't know if there's any windows on this thing. Remember, remembering the picture, it's just kind of like a big hunk of metal. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll just try to clip through if she could see some kind of... Um, soft spot or weak spot where kind of the, the metal is more permeable or there's some like wiring or whatever she's going to target that to try to break straight through again um still going to take some damage but she's pretty okay right now that is a 27 that, that's that's good enough to hit the walking machine <laughs> as soon as soon as morty sees cinder hit uh, the machine he goes achoo Follow Cinder's lead. Magnet bomb. 31 fire damage. And Achoo's little hat pops off and immediately just starts, looks like it's chasing Cinder, following, gonna uh, take that little hole and just try and just rip it wide open. Okay, and that's an automatic hit, that attack, right? That's a guarantee, yep, automatic hit. All right, roll some damage. Uh, Cinder takes seven from that, 31. 22 damage. It is, it's, it's mechanical legs are, are, are having a few misfires, but it is still up. Um, and you kind of see uh, Jimmy, uh, as you're the last to, to act here, you kind of see the, the guns that it still has uh, non-destroyed by that natural one are kind of squaring <laughs> back up to fire upon upon your group. But you still have your action, Jimmy, for that. And you happens. said it's, it's, it's a little wobbly. Mm-hmm. Let's have Yanni go in and bug bite it. And what he's gonna do, and let's let's be clear, Yanni, Yanni is like huge and has big teeth. So this is not a trivial bug bite. Give <laughs> a little, little, little nibble. Uh, and what I'm thinking is he's gonna go and like chomp one of the knees okay. of the walking machine. It, with the intent of it falling over 
uh, like forward, like a ad ad from Star Wars. <laughs> AT AT. Twenty two. Uh, twenty two will hit. Roll up some damage, please. This is not what I thought you were gonna do. Yeah, me either. I thought you were gonna smack it with Lenny. Or, I thought, I mean, know. or if you wanted to use Yanni, I thought Yanni would like fly into the giant hole that that was ripped open. But, you know, nah. Nibble, nah. nibble attack. Mm, yep. Nobody likes a mosquito bite. How much is it, Tens? Twenty-three. We're up to seventy-six damage, uh, and that is enough uh, to take out the walkie machine. Um, as it fires, everybody deck save with advantage. Everybody. Everybody if Pokemon as well. Correct. Six. That pulls a 13. I had 115. Everybody else was over 17. Uh, Lenny rolls a 16. Gothitel rolls a 7. Yanni rolls a natural 20, which is a 25. Okay. So, 10s, you only had one under 14, right? Or 14 or under? Um, that would be Jimmy and Trish, if we are taking damage ourselves. Uh, okay. Um, so Jimmy, you'll get to use an action with um, uh, with Yanni if you want to try and have it take damage to insulate Jimmy itself, kind of like we've been doing in that sense. And then Joe, did you have anybody get 14 or below? Uh, just Jin rolled an eight. And then same thing for you, uh, Joe. You guys get that action to have one of your Pokemon uh, kind of get in the way, absorb that damage um, on your behalf if you choose to. Do we know what the damage Yanni is? Yanni can night slash. Oh, yeah. No, and I don't like slice that. the missile out of the air. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, 14. It is not going to be able to slice the missile out of the air. Iron defense. <laughs> Gadget's signature just stands directly in front and throws up this sheer iron shield that that the missile hits before it can get to June. Uh, Jimmy, give me acrobatics. <laughs> uh, that would be a one. Okay. <laughs> my my man my my. my. <laughs> My man might get his leg blown off here. <laughs> so, um, so essentially what's happening is um, Yanni bug bites the knee. Um, the, the, the walkie machine is falling forward and similar almost to the helicopter in desperation is just the, the, the pilot is just smashing on all their, all their uh, instruments, all their buttons, all the weaponry they have. And just one lone missile kind of just takes off in his searing. Yanni tries to chase it and whiffs with a night slash. And then, uh, uh, you know, Gadget steps up and kicks up an iron defense and squares up in front of June, getting ready to take the full blast of this missile. And Jimmy is running over to try and dive behind Gadget as this missile's about to hit and just eats shit. <laughs> just, just like his legs were like almost like a cartoon, like your legs were spinning, but you weren't going anywhere as you're like reaching out like this and you just fall short. Um, and the <laughs> missile hits the iron defense and absolutely explodes. Um, fortunately, it didn't hit you directly. It hit the iron defense first. Um, so that is 18, 24. So Jimmy take 12. And then uh, if Scizor could take 24 gadget. God. Okay. How much does Lopper take? Uh, Lopper got a 15, or, correct? Oh, 15, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was uh, okay. 14 or below. Okay. Uh, I guess I 
I need to take another five because that was a poison action. I need to heal Gadget. Um, the, the, the walkie machine, and not that things have, and the action has died down, but it's almost as if you do have, uh, a direct path to, uh, to Jakob and, uh, and Barnaby, uh, who are skirmishing, having a, a pretty wild Pokemon battle between the, the, the Drifloom and, uh, and the Exploud. Um, so you can make your way over there. Uh, HB is off to the right a little bit. She's kind of uh, uh, entrenched in her own battle, but seems to be holding up fairly well. And then Holm is off to her to to your left. Uh, and the same thing for her. Like she she is certainly battling right now, but she is uh, definitely on, on the giving end, not the receiving end. So you kind of have a, a, a direction to choose if you'd like uh, to press this thing along. But HB, yeah, I think. I, I think we should go help Jakob. Help Jakob, let's get revenge for Randy. Split the party. Oh, you can't say that. Huh? Huh? Well, I, I did. Oh, I guess you did say that was true. Mm. Wait, Jakob's the bad guy. No, Jakob's fighting Barnaby. Who's the bad guy? Who, who is who's the, the overweight guy yeah, okay. that floats <laughs> away on the balloon Pokemon? Okay, I was, I was mixed up. Okay. Can we split the party? Should we? Well, first I'm gonna <laughs> slam a Moo Moo Milk down Gadget's throat. I'm definitely doing that as we're running. Uh, I don't know. I feel like in the heat of battle, June would see someone she trusts, which is HB. Uh, more so than the newer people. You know, don't want the vengeance? I mean, vengeance is everybody we're fighting, right? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, guess Barnaby was specific there. Vengeance. You know what? I'll roll for it. We'll roll a D four. One and two will go to Jakob. Three and four will go to HB. How about that? What about Holma? Nah, fuck her. <laughs> she no. So she, I I'm mostly angry at her because I was all worried about healing her and then the healer of the party was like, fuck it, I'll go to the back car and see what's up in there. So there are no her for almost dying. Yeah, does Morty okay. have any uh, diagnoses for Holma? We're Holma, going to Jakob. We're going to Jakob. I rolled oh, for it. Holma looks super dead. Um, cool. Okay, so you're, you're heading towards uh, towards Jakob. Is that a group consensus? That's the, the dice. Morty, what are you doing? What? I'm waiting to see. Uh, Morty's waiting to see what Jimmy's doing. Shit. Jimmy goes to Holma. What? Oh, are we splitting the party? <laughs> Morty. Then Morty I'm going sees, HP. Morty sees June running off. Uh, HP. Or towards. No, you said Jakob. No, well, you I didn't said, realize we were splitting the party. You already said it. My first instinct was, was HP. It. You said you were going to your Jakob. No takesy backsies. No takesy backsies. I will fight each one of you. <laughs> I can't believe you guys. I can't believe you guys like catfished Joe into rolling for it and then just split the party anyways. You guys are awful people. Shit. I thought we were rolling together. Holma's <laughs> my friend. Fine, fine. Jakob, Brian, you go to HB. Sorry, HB. I guess HB's dead. Well, not if somebody goes dead. to each of them. Super dead. Super dead. <laughs> Fuck this game. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the catfish, worst. how's my Pokeball doing? <laughs> Your whiskash. <laughs> Still right. closed oh. as hell. 
Correct. Um, so for the clarity of definitely only our viewers and not the DM who has still no idea what's going on, who is going where with Jim? Jim's going to Jakob, uh, Morty's going to HB, and uh, Jimmy's going to Homa, I guess, for some reason. Yeah. Because she's my friend. I oh, mean, you guys are like... It wasn't our yeah, idea. It was not our sneaks. idea to split the party. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay. So we'll start with uh, we'll start with Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, you actually, you, you quickly peel off and make your way towards uh, Homa, who is in a heated battle. She's riding on the back of her Stoutland with her Spiro kind of kind of dipping everywhere, taking out some uh, some soldiers, um, attacking uh, um, just attacking, you know, a, a recent kind of like one of those uh, um, landing ships that kind of lands and they're kind of like attacking back into it. Mr. Mime throwing up a barrier to keep the people from coming off as Stoutland is crashing through. Um, and as you uh, as you as you come up, uh, the Mr. Mime releases a barrier and there's four soldiers that are or excuse me, there's eight soldiers that are running out of this landing ship, guns up, um, and it's you and Halma uh, to, uh, attacking back into this landing ship. Okay. Um, so you guys get the jump because they were all kind of stalled behind the Mr. Mime's barrier that it had put up to keep them from uh, exiting. But kind of Homa saw you out of the corner eye, and once she saw that she's got a little bit of support, she had Mr. Mime get rid of the barrier, and then you guys are just like on a uh, on a, uh, um, a non-communicated but fully understood just blitz into this group of people to take them out. Let me say, so we, so it's like it's like a World War II like landing ship, right? Like a boat that, with a door that crashes down. Yep. Let's say when we when when Jimmy's running up, he sees that Gothitelle immediately uses Future Sight right on where the soldiers will be running out of the door. And when everything you just said happened, uh, she lets it rip. Can we do that? Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, 13. Okay, so that's good enough to take out, uh, to, to impede the first four. So they're kind of like in a row of four and then four kind of rushing off this thing. Um, and, and kind of decorated up. You 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 uh, you don't get to, to kill any of them, but you are certainly dispatching them. Whether it's them getting sent off the side or getting kind of blown backwards into other ones, essentially you get to take out four to be uh, eliminated from the battle based on how the future site uh, resolves itself. So um, I'll let you kind of dress that up how you want. Yeah, I'll say that they yeah they're running out and the future site hits. It doesn't hit exactly where she kind of miscalculated. It doesn't hit exactly where she thought. Kind of to the side of them, and between them, kind of they sort of dive out of the way. Plus the shockwave, the future site coming in, kind of like artillery, psychic artillery. Um, they get kind of blasted down into the surf. Does that make sense? Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So they're, as they're, the, the other four kind of recoil back and they're making their move out. And um, Homa looks over and she um, she notices, you know, oh, you're using, you know, a, a Gothitelle, a psychic type Pokemon. And uh, she just yells at, uh, yells at you, uh, have that thing, give Mime some support. Mime, light screen. And you see Mr. Mime kind of like flatten its hands out in front of it. And it does like kind of like a, wax on wax off type of motion as like a, a translucent kind of screen appears in front of it 
but in a bizarre turn of events, it actually lifts it up like a pane of glass and it chucks it towards the other four. So now it's kind of like just a pane of glass cutting through the air. Um, and it looks like it's got some good speed, some good trajectory, but Hulma definitely, you definitely realize why Hulma got you involved because it needs a psychic push to be able to cut through the, these four, these four soldiers. Um, so I want you to use one of your psychic based attacks with Gothitelle um, to try and, you know, kind of lock in on this light screen that this Mr. Mime has. Cool. I'll use psychic. 24. Oh, yeah. So, um... As 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 soon as the psychic orb kind of hits it, it's almost like a mist or a sheen kind of comes over the glass and kind of turning it from like translucent to kind of like a, a purple, a purplish like stained glass color. As it now picks up a spin where it was flying flat, now it's kind of like a rotating pane of glass, and it just buzz saws through these four, uh, through these four soldiers, and it like kind of embeds itself and then dissipates into the front of the boat. And Alma, Alma just looks at you and goes, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> and she's like she's like laughing like I can't believe that just happened and then um, she's like uh, and she just turns to you we gotta get to Jakob and she peels uh, over her Stoutland who kind of rears back and she takes off over the sand um, and is making uh, making her way uh, assuming you're in tow uh, back towards Jakob as you guys are now like taking the long way along the beach to, to meet up with Jakob and uh, Barnaby, where that action is. Sure, yep, I'll do that. Okay, Morty, we're going to cut over to you. Um, as you're going to see HB, she's, uh, she's you know, riding around an Arcanine who's just, let it, just things are just ablaze all around it. I mean, no holds barred, no prisoners taken, everything is on fire. Um, and uh, you can kind of see that HB's a little out of breath and Arcanine's a little out of breath um, as they've clearly been, uh, you know, going through very strenuous work for a long time as one more walkie machine makes its way kind of over one of the, the beach dunes uh, coming your way. And she just looks at you and goes, Morty, I need some help here. Uh, and I'll, I'll have Porygon give you cover. Um, so as she kind of beds Arcanine down uh, to kind of make themselves as small as possible, um, Morty, you're on point, and you've got a Porygon that's kind of floating around you uh, that HB is going to be shouting orders to. But you have a walkie machine right ahead of you. It looks a little rusted. It looks a little uh, little charred like it's been in, in, the, in the battle so far today, but it's, it's got no quit in it yet either. So let's square up Morty and a walkie machine. Um, as... As soon as he, as soon as Morty sees HB kind of duck down, uh, he just kind of looks over. He goes, oh, oh, "All right, Ludicolacris, um, it's time to uh, show me what you got. Uh, get back and, and light him up." And um, I'm gonna have Ludicolacris use Solar Beam. So you throw your Pokeball out, and it just duds into the sand. No. Ah, uh, well. That's, uh, that is unfortunate. All right, back to plan A then. Achoo! <laughs> Magnet bomb. Let's see it. Um, so since this is a, a, a guaranteed hit, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you uh, roll a d20, DC 15, as if Achoo was attacking, uh, to hit a very specific spot on the machine and deal double damage. I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
Yeah, we'll do. Uh, that's actually pretty pretty keen. Triple damage, and uh, depending on how artsy you make this, we'll uh, we we might throw a throw a cap on this. Uh, actually, you know what? You know what? As you're as you're you're lining up the magnet bomb, uh, HB, kind of the reason you were able to pin, pr precisely pinpoint it. Porygon download, and you see the Porygon kind of flatten itself out, and its legs start to spin as. Uh, almost like kind of like a, the matrix kind of green and black goes up and down the walkie machine and it just spins back over makes a bizarre kind of uh, mind linked based kind of communication to HB and HB just shouts at you its weak spot is and then you kind of decide where the weak spot is and you dress up this magnet bomb to, to blow up this walkie machine uh, so the Achoo stop starts spinning really fast and pops off and goes flying just max speed um, at this um, the machine and it hits where the main body joins with one of the legs and it just goes exploding through and then almost just in the same instance it curves back around and comes back towards a chew on the other side, severing it um, at the at that same joint. And as it's starting to go back towards the chew, Morty kind of looks over and says, "I, I, I, that's okay, but it's not enough." And so then, for the last bit, it turns one last time, and then it just repeatedly keeps pounding. <laughs> the main chassis of this machine until it's like a you know it, it looks like a like it's been in a car crusher just a little square <laughs> just the core of it is just a perfect yes, little if, square and then and then like once it like as his top like flies back to, to a choose head little uh, blood driplets start like appearing from the little square because there was a, there was a person inside who could just got it just smashed. starts slowly starts oozing <laughs> out of the side. Um, HB is just oh uh, oh wow. Uh, I, I, let's let's get to, let's get to Jakob. <laughs> and uh, she she kind of Arcanine is like whoa <laughs> oh boy uh, as they're like uh, not trotting but kind of uh, they're not sprinting either just on a jog type pace uh, to where Jakob and uh, Barnaby are and uh, Joe you uh, as you pull up you just hear Jakob screaming at Bartleby uh, Barnaby uh, is just battered and bruised kind of his back uh, is up against uh, one of the landing ships and the Driflim is uh, just completely kind of in tatters, almost like picture a, uh, an air balloon that has landed and kind of deflated and been stretched out across the ground. Um, and it is just, the, the Driflim is nothing. There's nothing left to it. And Barnaby is banged up, bleeding from his nose. You know, it kind of looks like, you know, his eyes kind of rolling out of, it, out of its socket a little bit. And Jakob is just screaming, 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 and you hear his voice get louder and louder. And as you walk up, uh, you just hear Bar or, uh, Jakob yell at Barnaby, "You traitor! How could you?" And uh, I think I gave Barnaby a war, a, like a war, like a blah, 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 blah. so. So we'll try <laughs> yeah. to great a nice serious voice for a serious moment. <laughs> with with with. 
Calvin, Felix, and now Max from the future, Avarice will be unstoppable. The mystery beast power is unbeatable. It's too late. Valiant will fall. That's definitely not the voice I gave him originally. <laughs> he was actually disguising his voice the entire time he was pretending to be a good guy. Yeah, that's what... And this is his real voice. <laughs> Valiant will fall. Uh, it kind of sounds like Krang. <laughs> I, I meant to go for a warble, but I guess I, I went all I, in Was on it Krang. Fantasia or some kind of old Disney movie where there was like a walrus creature that like... I can't even remember what it. There's this. This it's like a short of this walrus creature that like leads kids into the ocean or something and eats them. <laughs> what it was. So Barnaby. It's pretty much just Barnaby. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Barnaby. That's what I think of. Oh, big walrus. Um. So June, you definitely had the longest, uh, longest path there from kind of where the other two were and where they had to go to meet up with HB and uh, and Holma. Um, so when, by the time you get up and you hear this, June, you can already see Homa and HB, uh, with Morty and Jimmy. Oh, they're, they're converging on you now. So, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're coming in to help that and HB and, uh, HB and Homa are okay. Um, so you get a brief moment here. You've got Barnaby, you've got, uh, Yaka. Barnaby's very banged up and, uh, you just heard him say the whole Calvin, Felix, and now Max from the future avarice will be unstoppable the mystery beast power is unbeatable it's too late valiant will fall <laughs> uh where's randy <laughs> <laughs> i don't say that um so i heard all that I'm, I'm coming up uh what do i say june runs up next to barnaby uh, and just slugs him in the face. <laughs> just as hard as he can, she can. Just punches him in the face. And she said, I heard about enough. Uh, he, he just, he just kind of says, our, our, our uh, uh, valiant will fall. <laughs> as, like, as like blood just begins to pour he out of his mouth. He deactivates. He turns, in, he he deactivates. turns into a Bane. From uh, Dark Knight Rises. Avarice will be Valiant's reckoning. Joe, I think you're thinking of uh, the walrus (laughs) from uh, Alice in Wonderland. Is that what I'm talking? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Does a little dance with some oysters. Yes, and he tries. It's not children. It's oysters. (laughs) Yes, it's not children. That's right. And he's but he's really like he lures them in and then is just going to eat them. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Yes. That's what I imagine. Um, so, I mean, you have just slugged Barnaby, who you've kind of almost to like the point where you've you kind of feel like you that hit like short circuited his brain. Like he is in like sur- like his body is just shut down to survival mode. Like he is valiant, will fall, warbling, and just sitting there. Um, give me a perception check, June. All right. <laughs> you really have to look up the walrus from Alice in Wonderland. This is like spot on exactly what I think. <laughs> Uh, that is a 21. Um, so you actually notice as Barnaby's kind of slumped over from the, from the hit, you know, you kind of slumped him over his, his jacket kind of rolls open and where normally you'd have a pocket watch kind of, uh, on the vest uh, of the suit, um, are, are, uh, a couple vials, um, and the vials themselves, the, um, the contents in them, the color of the contents matches the, the Pokemon poison almost identically um almost identically and um give me uh, an intelligence check uh all right 
Straight intelligence. Okay, that's a plus zero. <laughs> Natural one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, all that you can tell. Like purple. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you do connect the dots that it is tied to the poison. Uh, you can tell it's in liquid form, um, but that's about all that you get out of it. You think maybe uh, um, Morty might actually be able to maybe further identify what those vials are to you. Yeah, I scoop them up, pocket them. Um, as you as you scoop them up and uh, and pocket them, um, Holma is hopping off of her Stoutland with Mister Mime following behind her and Jimmy tailing behind and kind of HB Arcanine and um, uh, Morty are coming from the other direction and. Um, she all she's hearing is Barnaby say, "Valian will fall," and she, she is fuming. The 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 sick moment of the awesome light screen cutting people in half uh, has dissipated, and she is just blind with rage, seeing Barnaby. Um, and as she approaches, enough! And Homer roars, stomping over with her Mister Mime. Mister Mime, light screen, and then Jimmy, you're like, oh no. Because <laughs> you know what just happened. And the Mr. Mime does the same thing, right? Wax on, wax off, and the translucent screen uh, sheet kind of appears. Um, and she just looks at Mr. Mime and says, put Barnaby down. And the Mr. Mime just goes, Mime! And flips up the pane of glass and just spikes it through uh, Barnaby's chest, cutting him in half. Nice. Um... The, I don't know if you guys saw the GIF that I posted in the Discord. That was violent. I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> yes. It's from the Omen. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Um, okay. Um, <clears throat> Barnaby is a cleft in twain. Uh, you guys are all grouped <laughs> together around Jakob, who is uh, he himself, speechless. Um, a loud rush of water is heard as a massive object begins surfacing next to the battleship, which is now almost reached short. Three remarkably similar-looking men of different generations on the bow of the battleship, Felix, Calvin, and Max. All the sounds of battle seem to fade as you are transfixed on the water. And you guys just kind of hear HB's voice suddenly piercing the silence as she's thinking out loud. Mystery beast. Mystery beast. <gasps> Kaiju. <laughs> the Godzilla. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end this one. Nice. <laughs>